Hello, I'm John Billing from Balfour Beattie, a design manager, and I'm joined by Paul Owen from BDP Architecture and Caroline Thomas from Arup, MEP consultants and civil engineering consultants. Um, we're going to talk about design on the MACD project in Manchester. I don't know where to start, really. Do you want to just... I think, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I think the first thing we thought about talking through was obviously we've used Revit on this project, we've used BIM quite extensively, but actually I think the important thing we did on this is using it kind of for stakeholder engagement and things like that. So obviously we need to do all the things that we need to do to meet the BEP and there's a you know, the high level of technical requirements involved in that. But actually the thing that worked really well, I think, is we use that information to engage with the client. So um, yeah. obviously we had lots of stakeholder groups. We had to explain the project to them. They'd been briefed over a period of years, so they'd given us lots of information, but kind of the first thing we did was like feed it back to them take them through all the spaces and start to review it with them again, <laughs> but with a kind of much more developed model. Mm. Uh, and that was really important. You know, we kind of had the Revit there in the background that we could refer to in the meetings. It was dead easy to take people on fly through, show them where the spaces were. And obviously structurally it was all there and M&E wise it was all there. And so. it helps people understand, you know, the project. Which, exactly. Yeah. People aren't used to looking at drawings in the way that we might be. So having that there to be able to show people how it actually looks and yeah. feels for them makes such a difference, I think. So through me, through the sort of stakeholder engagements, looking at technical groups, it was absolutely invaluable having a model there. You know, with BDP and myself being able to give people a sense of scale yeah. An idea of the building, but also very specifically exactly what's in their room at the moment, what's in their space, how this will look, how it will work. It's, yeah, it's invaluable, as you say. A lot yeah. of people don't read drawings the way we do. Some yeah. people are still shocked when they come and visit for the first time and go, oh, Christ, I didn't realise it was that big. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's, it, it yeah. definitely gets them a lot further than drawings do. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think you end up with, like, it's the single source of truth thing. It's kind of you're showing people in a meeting what's in the model. It's all modelled correctly. You're not kind of, um, and you know, we did the interior, we did the same stuff for the interior design. You know, when we looked at this space with the university and Diana and Steve, people like that, the presentations we did were done straight from the model, a little bit of kind of colour rendering, but actually this space when we showed them it, it wasn't, it didn't go off to someone to do CGI for kind of a few months and come back. It was the stuff it's that like, was in the model. So yeah. you can see straight away what the issues were, you know, if there were CCTV or you know cameras and stuff in the timber work and things that we needed to move it's you know you, it's there it's evident you know you're not kind of trying to show someone something slightly different and then as you say kind of getting to the end explain and, it through yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and that stakeholder process um the engagement with all the people that will be using the buildings went on over a course of years you know right from the beginning of the project and we were working with them um, and again taking people through the dif different decisions that we needed at the different points in time and obviously we, you know at the start of the project we're not interested in do we need 12 sockets over there or not it's about understanding where the rooms needed to be in the adjacencies of the different groups and things like mm. that so it was a, a real ongoing process with all of those people throughout the whole project. So in terms of the project's early stages then obviously we had a a design worked up by Meccano initially, didn't we? Which BDP took over at sort of contract phase with delivery. Yeah. How do you think it helped us at that point to get that transfer of information? I mean, I think we've done, so not just on this project, but we've done a number of BDP projects where we've kind of moved the design stage down to a different office for construction. And I, and I, and I think that experience, I think, helped us on this project. So I, kind of having that defined finish of the design stage at stage three by Meccano, and then us coming on board, we kind of went through a due diligence exercise to kind of 
you know, test the design, make sure things, you know, yeah. obviously things are, were correct, but you know, you kind of want to understand the project. And it's that natural pause, I think, is really useful. Um, it also allowed us to go back and look at the things like design responsibility matrix and the scope of service, you know, what we're actually offering. Because yeah. inevitably, when you start off on a project on stage zero, right at the beginning, you, you don't know, do you? We, we know we wouldn't have known that we needed a unitized facade. So that wasn't yeah. in the scope. So I think it just enabled people to have really sensible conversations about who was best to do stuff. You know, it was kind of actually, you know, we've got a facade system that needs specialist advice. Yep, key decisions have go, been made. Yeah, we've got go the early the engagement and get the specialists in. Yeah. You can effectively and efficiently deliver, can't you? It, yeah, and sometimes it, it needs people to take on more, you know, more work or more risk, but equally sometimes as a team, you know, Balfour's, Arabs and ourselves, you know, you kind of look at it and actually agree with the university that you want a specialist involved early door, you know, like SIP on this project, you know, they came on very early and they could offer really good advice rather than us yeah. kind of carrying on for a period and then it going to market. You know, that, that was that was really useful for us, I think. I think your point there, Paul, of that sort of standing back and re-evaluating everything. So our team um, stayed through um, right from the start of the design period yeah. um, through to working with yourselves on site. Um, but again, as you say, we all had that opportunity to sort of stand back and really work through the detail then that you, we didn't know two years previously um, and sort of as you say it's the right people doing the right things mm. um, to manage the yeah. risk and get the best solution for the project. I think it's also worth just dwelling on the fact as we're talking out on the way walking over here isn't it it's the people yeah absolutely. it's the same people from the from the client from the university same yep. people from the project managers same people from Arab same people from BDP yeah you know, we've all worked together for four or five years yeah minimum yeah. now haven't we yeah you know some people it's six seven eight years this yep. project and that just gives you an idea of how long this has been going on how well we've had to understand what the client wants to be able to deliver it and and how much engagement there's been and how much development of the design you know if you think back to when we first came onto this project what it looked like it's quite different to what it is now isn't it yep. you know there were there were buildings that were in the scheme initially that aren't now oh, there no. were linkages yep. connecting us to to jcb over the way that's not there now there's yeah. there's things that have appeared as well um so yeah, it's 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 been a long process, hasn't it? Trying to Absolutely. capture all that, yeah. make sure we're delivering something that's what the university want. And, and as we were saying, it's then you've got that continuity of the knowledge that people have had over the history of the project, but it's also the relationships that we've all built between us, and you all get to know each other. We know how we work, um, know the things that are important to each other, and what we're trying to achieve. And I think it's been a real testament to the success of the project, the the, the team. <clears throat> We can have a conversation like this after five years and we still get on. Because <laughs> we're just delivering a project. <laughs> oh yes, no, it's good. It is good. Well I think that's it. I mean, this is a one of the thing we, one of the things we've talked about in the past is that they're kind of, you know, it's it's we knew it was a it's a five year, six year project. Um, we're gonna be on it for a long time together. So obviously, you know, you, you want to kind of foster those relationships. Um, I think we talked about agreeing the scope and everything very early on. I think that reduced the amount of time we were actually spending debating scope so you obviously yeah. find a lot of projects where you get further on in the design stage and actually then you're debating who does which piece of work i think mm -hmm. once that's better defined it allows you more time to get on with it yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and i think we've all been fairly flexible i think you know when issues have arisen i think arab spelfers and ourselves and the rest of the project team i think we've been fairly adaptable you know we had a reasonable sized team and we were able to kind of pivot people and move them onto things pretty quickly I think we, yeah. you know, we didn't let things kind of stick because the scope wasn't agreed. You know, sometimes mm. you kind of spend a lot of time agreeing who's doing what, 
I think when an issue arose, we could quickly move on to it, keep the project going. Sensible you know, discussions. And, and, yeah, yeah. And, not, and not delay things. And also, I think the university relationship was good because I think things very quickly, if, if we needed a decision, you could quickly elevate it back to the right people. Yeah. Mm. No, I was just going to say, is, is, I know this is the core design team, but we've also got acousticians and fire engineers and everybody else, but also the client. There's a major player, aren't they? If you don't get decisions when you need them or the guidance when you need them or groups made available for you to consult with, it's pointless. We can't do it without knowing what people want. So It's a whole team approach. It has been good. It has been good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that goes back to stage, the stage four PCSA sort of thing again in that I think Makano, when they kind of, when they completed their work, they did a lot of work on providing a really strong brief back and to the client handover. and yeah. a good handover as to what, what they were getting. So the kind of onus was on them at that time to really, they did lots of drawings, diagrams, sketches, and the pixel documents, all those sort of packs, which explained the project, I think, to the client very clearly, you know, maybe the type of yeah. stuff you might not have done at stage four if you didn't know you were going to hand over. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, they did not lots of- Not just the fact, the history behind it and why, and- Yeah, I mean, get simple engaged, things. You know, get proper buy-in from everyone to make sure that- Yeah, exactly. You know, key aesthetics, it's a very strong looking building, isn't it? You know, it's, yeah. it's clearly very important for Meccano that that was understood by um, everyone and yeah. that was maintained. And yeah. I think that's been borne out by the fact they're still quite happy to be associated with the project at the yeah. end. And, you know, the, 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 the fundamentals of design have been retained and Yeah, you go back, realized. To, like, you go back to the Atrius space. We did a little presentation in the office the other day, yesterday, and you kind of get the CGI that Makano had done at the time of the Atria space and you kind of you show them what's there now and they're, they're very similar because they'd spent that time kind of briefing mm. what the colour should yep. be, what the finish should be. So that was, that was really good. And I think equally, you know, very technical things, but like the virtual box routes and things, you know, yeah. lots of diagrams that show people yeah. where stuff needs to go, yeah. you know, that you could simply look yeah. at and say, actually that corridor needs to be this size because of, because of this drawing, it, you know, it's very so legible. It's- <laughs> still design I guess but we're, we're doing the familiarization process now so we're going through the process of taking groups to go and see their spaces for the first time before they start thinking about decan to move in well, they're already thinking about it but the questions that you're asking there or you're alluding to there about how do I get my kit in it's great because yeah. the answer's there and we've we already know. thought about it yeah, and worked that's been it thought of there's a route from here the goods lift is here you access via yeah. external straight in you're up to your floor and across and it's off you go. There's a plan. Yeah. And absolutely. it's very reassuring. There's nothing worse than not having answers at this stage, is there, obviously, <laughs> yeah. especially when they're quite fundamental to the building. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, because it doesn't matter how good it looks if people can't use it. If you can't get your kids <laughs> you can't make it work, it doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's been, been a good project. I think, as well, going back to the handover point, obviously, a key part of that as well was the PCSA period um, engaging yeah. with Balfour's um, and the work we were doing then in terms of the construction methods that were being proposed for the works. Um, There was a lot of value engineering work that went on over that period. Um, But again, I think that we worked through that period really well together. Yeah, as a project team as well as a design team. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it was then we were able to sort of explain to you the reasons why decisions had been made um, and how we've yeah. ended up with, you know, with the solutions that we've got. I think it gave, I'm speaking on your behalf, but I think it gave the <laughs> Balfour's team confidence then of, of what was of being proposed. Pro- yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that whole period that we were able to um, use that time while in parallel there was obviously still the design works going on, I think it was yeah. really, really you know, important. Obviously, other buildings were being developed by the university. The actual space allocations were being changed. It was very useful to have that knowledge and be able to drop straight in and 
do quick rejigs and yeah, yeah. do all that live, but also with the client's involvement so we could get on with starting piling works yeah. and basement and yeah. keep the project program on track. Because I think we were quite clear of what could change and what couldn't change at that point, what yeah. the fixes were. Yeah. Um, and again, you'll know this better than we do, but I, I think we didn't end up with big delays um, of spaces no. being on hold. No, that... there's some fundamentals, aren't there? The, you know, the big grid, the 10.8 metre grid, the, you know, the, what's an open space, what's a lab space. Yep. The general classifications hasn't changed at all, really. Yep. All those you know, principles The uses right of through. spaces have changed, but only within their own use zones, haven't they? So yeah. it's, as you say, the basic building blocks of the building, are as they were when Meccano handed over. We've yep. just developed and added the detail and, and finished it off. Well, I think that's that's the point, isn't it? I think the client, as a team, the client understood the building they were getting. It was this, this big, you know, flexible, adaptable grid, yeah. flat concrete soffit, 10 point, and, and they understood that, that, you know, we could, then in the RDD meetings, we could kind of get on with reviewing the space. There weren't fundamental changes to the design. The kind of grid had been set, the riser space, you know, the massive risers we've got here, they were kind of in the design. Yeah. The service distribution. Was there. So it was all understood, I think, by everyone. And going into the RDD meetings, they kind of understood the parameters. So it yeah. was. Yeah. No, nine times out of ten, it's <laughs> what's that? That's a process extract at yeah. 50 litres a second, which you can pull out the model so you can tell people straight away what it is. And they say, oh, brilliant, that's for that piece of kit I'm bringing over that yeah. I'd forgotten about. And, yeah. and that so. will enable as well the future flexibility of the space. You know, the, the yep. building will be here hopefully for a very long time, and um, there will be numerous changes, I'm sure, during that um, lifespan of the building. Yeah. Um, and that, that sort of thinking about the zoning, the types of spaces that we've um, yeah. grouped together, yes. hopefully will enable all of that in There's future as well. Adaptability, it shouldn't be something that in 30 years' time is a huge cost every time they look to change something, Absolutely. which is the nature of the building, isn't it? They, you know, it's research. Projects last three or four years. There's yeah. no equipment constantly. Yeah. It changes. Yeah. So it's a building Cycles to see. Through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much. That's a nice discussion about design and a brief recap on what we've done over the last four or five years. Yeah, well, it's nice much. to see you again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheers.